When should you hire a sales manager? Well, you're going to find out on today's show. Today, we have a brand new topic from our video library with Mr. Gary Ellis on when to hire a sales manager. This could be a tough transition to make if you're an owner who is acting as your own sales manager. Let's join the master himself, Mr. Gary Ellix, as he takes us to school on the topic. Hi, welcome back to Contractor University, and I'm Gary Ellix, and we are going to talk today about sales management. There are over 30 videos in this particular module of sales management, and so we have decided to separate the content of, hey, how do we sell, uh, both from a maintenance technician, service technician, comfort advisor point of view, uh, if you're thinking about plumbing, renovation, electrical, solar, you've got all these sales practices over here. What we decided was we needed a sales management, a professional sales management module that would support the evolution of a company from growing to, hey, I'm the guy doing all the work or I'm the person doing all the sales process to at what point do I actually begin to need a sales management function? Uh, because sales management as a function exists whether we have a person dedicated to it or not. The goal would then be to decide when is it appropriate to say, okay, I can't do everything all the time because that has an opportunity cost for my health, my uh, ability to do other parts of the business that I might be more effective at. So we carve off functions and we say, okay, great. It's time to have a service manager. It's time to have an installation or operations manager. Now we're talking about the sales management function. So I'm gonna walk you through a short video on when it's appropriate to think about hiring that sales management function. When do we wanna create that organizational chart? Um, we have tons of materials that are driven towards the sales management support, all the way from the role description, all the way down to the analytics and reporting through the CRMs. So plenty of data here for you, but what we wanna do is we wanna make sure that you make a good decision first, so that as you bring this function into the organization, architecturally, you have the ability as a owner or an executive team to work to develop these individuals so that they are actually going to finish the work the way that you want it to be finished. So with that, let's go to the whiteboard. All right, welcome back to the whiteboard learning lab. I've got some notes here. There are basically seven bullet points here I wanna go through. First question you know, that we're asking in module, uh, this module is, uh, you know, when's it appropriate to hire the sales manager? When, when do I not wanna be the person doing that work anymore? And, and that's a tough question for a lot of companies to, to accomplish because that's a process that many owners are very good at. You're very effective at it. And so, you know, there's a lot of people out there in my world over the 38 years I've been in the trade where they've said, I've hired a comfort advisor and, you know, it just didn't work out. And um, so you debrief on that and ask the question, what happened? And there wasn't a lot of structure. They hired somebody and they weren't sure how to actually get them into position to be successful. Um, the idea that I can do it is not the same as somebody else can do it in my organization. You have unique talents. You're probably a very, very talented individual in terms of the sales process. That's what gets you where you are. But having a manager or having other people do the work requires you to think about business process. So really, I think when you get to about two comfort advisors, if you think about the model today, uh, HVAC, plumbing, electrical, uh, solar, to some degree, um, some overhead doors and different things that we do. There's a, a, a million and a half dollars would be the low end threshold today. We got comfort advisors that are selling well over $4 million a year, the talented, you know, top, top tier guys. Um, that process itself isn't a reason to hire a sales manager. In other words, the, the concept of why we have a sales manager plays into when you want to start hiring. So the processes 
about creating a revenue budget, a set of goals, and a growth plan may play into that. So I think when you have two comfort advisors, and if they're selling $2 million each, that's a $4 million residential change-out business model. You're probably doing pretty well as a business. And so you're really starting to think about that mid-management team. Mid-management starts right in that four to five million dollar range. You know, there, you can argue about when. And uh, you know, if I've got one comfort advisor selling four million dollars and another one selling two million dollars, obviously I'm at six million in terms of that model. That still represents the idea. So it's not a revenue question; it's more of a process question. When does it make sense for the business to create the process to create client experience? So the management of the sales process defining what is the company's sales process, literally outlining that. So you'll see on the site, there is a manual that has the sales process outlined there. And there's like 21 points in that manual that's about 60 pages. Your goal would be to take that as a sales manager and make that your own. So the stuff that's in there doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just an example. It's a guideline. So you would want your sales manager to start not only creating a budget and a sales plan, where we're going to distribute the leads, how we're going to distribute the leads, lead turnovers from the service department, the plumbing cross-marketing. But now we have to talk about how we're going to actually interface with the client. You know, who's doing lead coordination? How do we ask the questions on lead coordination? Again, if you go to the site, there's lead coordination questions and forms, lead coordinator role description, similar to the role description of the sales manager. We have to organize that, and you have to have somebody managing that. So as the business grows and grows up around you, your mid-management structure starts putting pressure on you to do all that. You got to start thinking about how do I move that over to somebody? So the sales management role, you know, when you start seeing stress cracks occur on lead turnovers, your conversion rates begin to go down, your average ticket begins to slightly change. Those are symptoms, what I would call asymptomatic symptoms. You know, the company is still performing well, but you're starting to lose traction as it relates to the performance on some of those areas. You know, so if you're starting to see that, that's a sign that you probably need to think about partitioning off a role and creating that role description. And so that alignment with what goes on in marketing is also important. The marketing goals of you know, brand, customer experience, but also sales growth, mix, products, ties right back to this. So how we grow is the function of how we market. If I market well and I create a bunch of leads, but I'm not actually closing the leads or my revenue is low, I'm spending more money and time doing the same amount of work. That doesn't make sense. Again, that's a symptom that your sales manager position is probably a place where you want to invest in some talent. So I would also make a point that you know hiring a comfort advisor and saying, well, you're going to make a sales manager out of that person. Don't make that mistake. Can a comfort advisor become a sales manager? Of course. Uh, you know, Drew Cameron is a perfect example. You know, he's a top flight player, but he had education and management experience that made it work. You have other folks that are comfort advisors that they don't have those characteristics. They don't have the attributes to be a manager and a leader. So you need to be careful with that. Third area here is the reporting and analytics. And this is a good example. I might be a fantastic sales professional. And I might be an amazing comfort advisor selling $4 million, $5 million. We got some of the guys that Wally talks about that he's trained. Um, they're selling upwards of $6 million a year. And you go, wow, that's pretty amazing when the average is sort of around two today. So it's three, even four times bigger. How are they doing it? Well, 
they're not good at reporting and analytics, but they're amazing at client relationships and being able to you know, identify opportunities and build trust. That makes them fantastic. But a sales manager needs to create reporting. He needs to develop the team. We need to have training processes organized. We're going to talk about setting up prices and creating gross profit dollars per day, value creation. How do we present the company's brand and the product and services, the warranties, guarantees, and retail platforms? How does all that fit together in a positioning strategy, a bundling strategy? Those are sales management problems. So you got this comfort advisor that's killing it out there, you know, selling six, eight million dollars a year. They might not be the best at reporting and team development and developing training platforms and being able to scale. So a sales manager is not about somebody that's a peak performing professional here. It's about are they a peak performing professional at their ability to help other people finish the work? So to be able to find that next six or eight million dollar comfort advisor or to train the technicians and the lead coordination function. So when we want to hire that person is interdependent upon when you start feeling like we're not really getting the analytics, we're not really doing team development. You know, the, the, the comfort advisors are doing great. Maybe the techs that sell are doing great. Uh, cross training with maintenance technicians. All these are good examples of why we want to be thinking about hiring that sales management function. So I can't stress enough for you the need to think about when it's time to create that mid-management team. A sales manager is definitely a mid-manager. And we want that mid-management function to take, the, uh, to take the functions of the business that are sales related and tighten up the processes, make them more orderly, make them more efficient, make the client experience better, and do all that without sacrificing any of the customer experience and relationships that we have already established. So the trick here is when you get to about two comfort advisors and you're in that $4 million to $5 million range as a business, I think that's time to start thinking about it as an org chart. I'm not saying it's the answer. You might need a service manager. Maybe you already have a service manager. Probably at that level you should. But the, a lot of questions that come to me are ops manager or sales manager. And it depends on the organization. It depends on how the owner and the people that are doing the sales management processes are functioning. But you know, if you're not doing a lot of this stuff and you're not doing it well, that's when it's time to think about hiring that uh, sales manager. Let's go in the studio. All right, so hiring a mid-management team is one of the most difficult things that owners do because we have to give up authority and we have to create a series of processes and we have to align that sales manager function or service manager, ops manager, warehouse manager, doesn't matter who it is. We've got to create those processes. So I would urge you to finish the series. There's role descriptions. There's lots of information on the site that's going to help you organize that before you pull the trigger and make that decision. Compensation plans, suggested ideas. None of these are best practices. It's kind of an arrogant process. It's really better practice. The idea is, yeah, things change. You can always do better. But those are guidelines for you to think about. So I urge you to take a look at those pieces of information. Send us an Ask the Expert. We're happy to help out. But when you're ready to hire that sales manager, I think what you want to do is you want to have an onboarding plan, be organized, and you want to be in a position to make that person productive. Hope this was useful. I'll see you on the next segment. Take care. Awesome content right there from Mr. Gary Ellix, as always. Now, if you're a member, make sure to keep an eye on your email updates regarding more sales management topics just like this one. If you're not a member, then feel free to click the Join button at the top of this page. You'll get access to the sales management topics and all of our other courses for 30 days. Well, that's it for today, folks. We'll see you next week. Until then, bye-bye for now.